0: Welcome to another episode of the Property and Lending Show, episode 10. As always, joined with us, Ferdie and Mark. How are you, gentlemen? How are you going? Good, good. Mark, how are you going? Yeah, we're good. How are you? Good, <laughs> good. Um, <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. Um, before we we'll talk about interest rates and obviously with the news with the interest rates rising for the first time in, in over 10 years, um, last time... There was an increase in interest rates. It was 2010 when they went up to 4.75. Since then, it's been steady or a gradual decline um, until most recently, the interest rates were 0.1%. Since November last uh, 2020, I believe, or oh, 21, 2020. Someone correct me. I'm not sure. Uh, it's been it's 0.1 a bit for a while. 20,
1: yeah.
0: 2020. Yeah. yeah. And um, obviously now it's gone up to 0.35%. Um, and it's been under 1% since 2019, I believe. So it's still relatively a, – a, still 0.35% is a very, very small interest rate. But obviously, it's the first increase and we're expecting more increases. So before we talk about what does it mean, uh, what does it mean to the to the banks with new loans, existing loans, what does it mean in the property landscape? Um, so someone want to kick us off and let us know what, what does it mean? Interest rates are going up. What does that mean?
2: mark you want to start uh, yeah so um with the interest rates going up um naturally when we do any calculations on the servicing calculators the interest rate that the um uh the client has elected for whatever loan product they're after whether it's fixed or variable principal interest interest only whatever it is um that has to be input into the calculator and then we spoke about it on previous episodes they add a three percent buffer at this point in time which I mean, that can always change as well. Um, and then they calculate your monthly repayments based on that higher, a uh, much higher interest rate. Um, and that ultimately by the interest rates going up, um, ultimately the monthly repayments that they would calculate that you would need to be paying with that buffer also goes up. Um, which means, um, your borrowing capacity essentially goes down or you need a higher income to service that loan. Um, so, uh, it does mean that servicing will go down. Um, when the rates go up from the bank's point of view yeah
0: yeah so money money is getting more expensive it's going to be harder to borrow money um have we seen banks fairly already pass on or increase rates already or are they a bit nice
1: no no so i mean uh yes last night and today has been like just a lot of phone calls with his existing customers having discussion what does this mean etc um so They've increased their rate, the RBI, yesterday by 0.25. So that's – it's pretty standard in a standard world, but we haven't been living in a standard world in the last maybe two or three years. So they've actually – 0.25 is very standard, but it hasn't been added on. Like you said, in the last 10 years, it's just been going down basically. And usually when the RBI do increase their rates in the past, before COVID, um, lenders will be passing on like 0.12 of the 0.25 or 0.15. They usually wouldn't pass the full amount, not in most scenarios. But I think, like Mark will attest to this, today we saw that basically the majority of all lenders have passed the full 0.25 points across. So that goes to the variable rates as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so- the
1: variable rates that we were discussing maybe like a couple of weeks ago, how the fixed rates have gone up. Now they're trying to check customers through with the low interest rates. We've already seen a hike of 0.25 um, into the variable interest rates and I don't see it stopping anytime soon.
0: Yeah. So if I have an existing home loan, my interest rates are going to go up if it's a variable, variable yeah. rate, is that what it means? Correct, cool. yeah. And, and regarding someone wanting to buy a, uh, or get a new loan, uh, I guess, as Mark uh, and, and yourself mentioned, they've already passed it on. And with the buffer, are we expecting to see people, I guess, have lower borrowing power? Is it going to be harder to get a loan? Is that is that really what it means with an increased rate?
1: Yeah, so like Mark, Mark touched on it. Um, so basically, when we're putting numbers into the borrowing capacities of any lender, um, they add that buffer to the current interest rate that we're applying for. So we can be applying, like in the past during COVID, we we're applying with 1.98, and we'd add the 2.5% buffer that was on there, you know, a couple of years, like at the beginning of this year. Now that buffer's gone to three percent, we're adding a three percent to not the one point nine eight. We're adding three percent to, for example, let's say the average basic variable is at two point nine nine percent on today's yeah. market. Yeah, so we're adding to that now. So we're adding a point two five to the two point nine nine basic variable, and that goes to what is it? Yeah. Three point. I hate math, man.
0: <laughs> we'll go to three point two five essentially.
1: Yeah, essentially, yeah,
0: yeah okay so money's going to get a bit harder to borrow um is it is it just going to be a lower borrowing power that we're finding or is it going to be harder in general to to get money as well if that makes sense
1: i think it's just mainly the borrowing at the moment that hasn't been like the policy is pretty much a slim place for pay slips tax returns uh self-employed full employed. but we also see changes in that as well moving forward where we see the banks being a little bit more conservative Like you were saying at the beginning of the podcast, you mentioned how money is going to be a little bit more harder to borrow now where we've been used to the last couple of years where it's been so easy. It's like easy access. So once we see a shift in rates like this, the the lenders do get a little bit more conservative in regards to checking a few more further details. So it may be not so much difficult, but just a few more boxes that we have to tick off. Yeah. Um,
0: 025 is not a huge increase right and like we've been we've been working with historically low interest rates and i mean anytime interest rates go up people panic mark yeah. do you reckon i mean are you seeing have you seen a shift already on your end i haven't personally um i've had a real estate a couple of real estate agents call me and say that they've seen a shift very quickly from their side sellers want to sell um because they want to you know before they think it's going to keep going up have you seen a shift on your side in terms of sentiment or any change?
2: Um, I mean, naturally with people refinancing, um, it's obviously very time sensitive, especially if they're going for a fixed rate, because if they don't choose to rate lock, which you'd be crazy to not do at the moment, um, whatever rate is effective um, at the time of settlement is what you end up getting, even though initially um, it may be it may be listed lower um so uh definitely for refinances because they are very time sensitive um people are a bit more anxious um but i mean when you have the rate lock in place that sort of counters and that's kind of your insurance against um the interest rates going up so um change your sentiment to buyers I have a yeah there's I mean naturally we have conversation with people every day even today several um several clients we have con we have um conversations with them and they um on the fence whether they want to sort of put a pre-approval in place and start looking but then now with interest rates going up they naturally feel that um property prices may be on their way down which um may not be the case um so yeah, there there is a change in sentiment from buyers, and also people refinancing are a bit more anxious as well.
0: Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of. I mean, the media. Anytime I read anything in the media about property, I kind of just disregard it. Um, but I was tagged in a few posts uh, on on a few articles. Sorry about <laughs> property markets set to plunge five hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, three hundred. I like do utter nonsense, right? Um, but I think like when you break down. So I did a quick calculation, like. What the change means in terms of existing loans, if it's just a point two five percent increase, if you have a four hundred thousand dollar loan, it's equivalent to twelve dollars a week increase. Six hundred thousand is eighteen dollars a week, eight hundred thousand is twenty five dollars a week, and a million dollar loan, it's it's only thirty dollars a week extra.
1: Can I be a devil's
0: advocate? Please do.
1: <laughs> can I can I can I do that? Because This is one thing I wanted to mention as well in in regards to what you're saying now. One of the major differences that are happening now, people are forgetting that banks have already started increasing rates before the RBA increased their rate yesterday. And they increased by quite a bit in the last couple of months where RBA have left it at 0.1, but the banks, it's in their control. They can increase it whenever they want, basically. And today, it just seems like they've just taken more of an advantage to up it as much as they can if they're taking advantage of the whole 0.25. Now, uh, the differences that can make is that a lot of our customers, or you know, Australians in general, are going to have to get to use of the fact that we've been on honeymoon rates in the last couple of years. These rates have been record like, I've, I, have we been living in a time where rates have ever been this low? Like I can't remember it. Like the no, record our like parents' days was about seventeen percent, and we've we've seen like a low. We were happy before COVID here at three point seven five percent, like we mentioned before as well. Yeah. For example, on a $550,000 home loan, it's something I was discussing today with one of my customers, a $550,000 home loan, he's on a three-year free fixed. That exact same product on today's market, for that same amount, if he were to buy that house today, let's say at the same price, and go on that product and that rate, it went from the one98 to the 4.49%. He's paying $870 extra per month. So when that yeah. honeymoon rate's up and the rates are around the 4.5%, that's an extra $870 per month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I guess my point but, is where we are at now is still very reasonable. Well, um, absolutely, it's going to be a lot more point, reasonable. As a, as a 0.25% increase alone, it's very yeah. reasonable. Obviously, if it continues to rise and gets to those, you know, that's a that's a big difference. You know, obviously, yeah. at 2 to 3% and four percent or whatever. Huge differences. I, I don't know if the RBA will increase so much that you get to that kind of rate. I mean, a, an increase in interest rates from the RBA is a sign that the economy is doing well and, and it has been unemployment rates are at like record lows as well. So it's part and parcel part of the package. But it wasn't that long ago, like you mentioned, Only it was only 2019 when the rate was, yeah, sorry, it was only, you know, 10 years ago. It's not that long ago. Where the yeah. rates were four point seven five or whatnot, um, and people were investing, and, and you know, life went on. So, I, I just think the panic is a bit too much. Is a bit uh, very reactionary. Um, yeah. From my I can perspective, understand
1: it. I could understand yeah. it. Yeah,
0: I can. I can see. I mean, someone with a, a lot of debt.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: having to look at my, my loans and thinking, oh, how much more am I paying? But yeah, like I, I've been asked a few questions. Uh, today and yesterday from from our clients and prospective clients saying well is this the right time to buy and if we remember COVID people ask the same questions and, and the answer was a resounding yes right and you know Warren Buffett be be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful and you're going to find a lot of opportunities but one thing from my perspective as a buyer's agent and you know on the floor every day buying property Australia is not one market and over the last 20 years of real estate data that we have accessible. We have never seen the market, all of Australia move together in, in one line. You know, you have seen Melbourne doing one thing, Adelaide doing one thing, there are markets within markets, within markets. And you know, to answer the question is now the right time to buy My, my stance never changes with that question. The, The answer will always be the right, the right time to buy is when you're ready because you're buying property for 20 to 30 years. And the short-term fluctuations are not going to change your overall strategy, your overall game plan. It might change yeah. what you buy and your borrowing power, but the end goal stays the same and how you're going to get there. doesn't really change too much. I, I don't know if you have a different opinion.
1: Yeah. The- I just think as well, like, given the, the amount of customers that have come through and like gone through your services, it's also we find a lot of them investing um, interstate, which I'm always a fan of, of course where it's not really, you're not going to be spending your last dime to purchase a house there. The rental yield is a lot more better than it is here as well. For me personally, Sydney in general, unless you're buying an unoccupied home, I I wouldn't invest in Sydney. That's me, of course. Um, But I couldn't even answer that question right now because one of the most awkward applications that we're doing now is refinances, where we're refinancing people that are coming off the 1.9A or 2% and then we're giving him the or quoting him the rates that we're given by the lenders and then there's that question of okay, so do we fix it again or do we leave it as variable? Yeah. It's a question where it's just so awkward to like no one knows. Know. Yeah, know. no one knows. And we can't actually answer that question, but I look at them looking like I don't know. Like Yeah. The rates right now for variable are low. I don't know if they gonna increase in the next couple of months above the fixed rate that we're trying to go through, or are they gonna stay less?
0: Yeah, so I, I think yeah. that's why it's important to really know what your strategy is and what you're trying to Absolutely. achieve. Because if you don't know and you're basing your entire strategy and your your portfolio building decisions on what the current interest rate is or what it might be tomorrow, you're yeah. not really planning for the future. You're planning for the now. And then in, you know, people you know people who bought ten years ago at four point seven five percent have made a lot of money in the in the Absolutely. last 10 years, right? Yeah, so. Um, uh, yeah, I think you have to really have that long-term plan. Just a quick question. I think we touched on another episode. Um, I think, Mark, you were talking about it. Someone that's been in the process of getting a pre-approval you or has potentially just gotten it, like, say five days ago um, at a certain rate, will that change? Will that rate change now when the banks have changed or does that kind of get locked in, I guess?
2: Um, yeah, absolutely will, will change. Um, your rate... If it's a fixed rate, your rate is never actually fixed until you've signed the contract of sale and the broker has elected that you want to um, pay the um The, the, rate, uh, locked. the rate locked. Correct. Um, once your rate is locked, once you've elected that with the lender, then it doesn't matter what happened to the rate it doesn't matter how much higher it goes. So long as you settle the loan within uh, whatever it is like, for example, 90 days. Some- some, yeah, some 90, or 100, whatever it is. Um, as long as it settles in that time, which obviously 90 or 100 days for a settlement is more than excessive, so that's more than enough time. Uh, as long as it settles in that time, you will be locked into that rate. If you don't elect the rate lock and it's a fixed rate, it will. if the rate goes up, your elected rate, unfortunately, will, will follow. And it will be whatever the rate is on settlement day, not when you sign the loan documents, not when you sign the contract of sale on settlement day. Yeah. Uh, so in terms sort of variable rates, it would have changed anyway. Like even if you did settle and then the rates change after it, I mean, it goes up anyway and it will follow and yeah. you'll see it in your statement. So
0: yeah. So do you have any advice to potential like clients or customers who are thinking about buying uh, from a from a borrowing perspective? Any advice? Get in now, wait a bit. What's your take on it?
2: For anyone that's already pre-approved, um, or anyone that's applying for pre-approval with me now, um, I always tell them before you sign a contract, just give me a call. Let me just run the numbers again with the rates on that day in case they have changed um, on the calculator. Um, I also keep track of the pre-approvals with the different banks because as soon as the interest rates change, I let the clients know as well, um, just so that they're well aware um, because that might change the yield they're going for, whatever it is from your end when you're looking for the property. So um, just being informed uh, with the lender that you're going through definitely is important and keep your broker up to date before you sign the contract of sale rather than sort of being surprised after you sign the contract is always better.
0: I feel like we said that line every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call your broker, please. Um, okay, okay,
1: I'm going to be a little cheeky. I know you touched base just before um, I asked Mark the question in regards to, you know, people they invested 10 years ago and they got out 4.75% have made money in the time. So my question is obviously the rates are going higher and like the theory is the rates go higher the market drops. So is that the scenario where we're going to start seeing these rates going higher and higher and obviously from my perspective we have to see a shift in the market it has to drop that's from my perspective it just needs to because people are not in a position to be purchasing for those prices no more because the banks are not allowing them to have that you know that money no more. So that's another question that, you know, a lot of the questions I receive today from my customers is like, do we just wait? Yeah, we're going to get on a higher interest rate, but we'll get the property a lower amount. But like you said, it's a 10 to 30-year investment. So what's your say on that? Like, is that, like you just said, ask Mark, what would your end response be? Yeah.
0: Um, my response would be, I'm not waiting. Yeah. You know, personally, you, you both know, you know, I'm trying to get another, you know, purchase another property myself at the moment. And, the the reason is, I always go back to there are markets within markets within markets, and yes, interest rates going up overall. Generally, you'll see certain markets dropping, and usually the trend is you have your super high level suburbs, your five to ten million dollar suburbs. They're the yeah. ones that first drop because your the demand for those areas is already very very niche. It's a very small amount of people that can buy those areas. And then so and those are the areas that are obviously the most affected. You know, a small percentage change on a five to ten million dollar loan is a huge amount of money. So those Absolutely. are the areas that you see dropping because the demand is less. And then it literally and it just goes down the rungs. It, you know your your one to four or one to three million will be you know affected a bit later on. And then your seven to seven hundred thousand to a million in Sydney might not even be affected right because yeah. the demand for that product is so high regardless of the interest rates go up or not there are enough people that are still trying to buy in those areas
1: I'll get that proper yeah.
0: uh, to it is the supply in those 700 to seven hundred thousand to one million dollar areas are people going to be under mortgage stress do people have a need to sell if they don't need to sell they won't sell the stock stays high and yeah. then that market if there is a need to sell, if they've already overextended themselves, first-time buyers borrowing 105% or, you know, whatever, if they're pushing to have got in already when the rates are so low, if it becomes a problem, you'll see a little bit of an increased um, supply. But if the demand for those areas is still fairly high as well, you sort of get a plateau. You don't really get a drop in those areas. You kind of just get a, you know, 12 months of nothing. Um, yeah, yeah, But when you're looking in, you know, the areas that we purchase purchasing for our clients – is very heavily analysed by a lot of data and a lot of data metrics. Where we are looking at, we're we using quantitative data to work out a qualitative question: Where do people want to move? Where do people want to live? Emotionally, the the one caveat to everything when it comes to property is that property is an investment not dominated by investors. It's the only market in the world not dominated by investors when it comes to investing. It's owner occupiers. People are emotional. So, we're looking for those pockets and we've purchased in Adelaide, we've purchased in Brisbane. And, and I mean, me and Mark, I, we just bought one yesterday. Mark sent me a message. Um, the, the valuation, the bank value came higher than the purchase price by almost $60,000, right? So, there are areas that will be unaffected because there's an emotional want and need for it, no matter what happens externally. So, um, yeah, exactly. so is that the right time to buy? Like I said, depends if you're ready. If you're ready, I will be buying and I'll be taking opportunities because there will be opportunities coming up. So that's that's my outlook on it. Because in 20 years' time, it's going to be worth more than it is today, right? No, no matter what. the interest hope to, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. high, high chance. You know, the demand will continue yeah. to increase and I will continue to decrease. So um, just naturally by, you know, births and deaths and whatnot in the population. So yeah. you've got to be buying in the right areas. You can't buy anywhere. If if anyone threw a rock at any house in the last two or three years, they made money. Yeah, now yeah. you got to be more sophisticated about it and really buying the right spots. So that's kind of my my take mm-hmm. on it. Anything else to add about
2: I oh, was just going to say, I think when people talk about it, whether it's the media or you start a barbecue talking to people, I thought a lot of people, I think, dumb it down um, too much. I think it's it's not a rates are going up. Prices must follow. There's a lot of things in play. I mean, the unemployment rate is... An all time low now, meaning a lot more people are in jobs, a lot more people can go to a bank with a pay slip and get a loan as well. In July, there'll be tens of thousands of first home buyers back in the market from the government, so there's going to be an increase an influx of first home buyers looking at that. Um, properties under 900 grand in New South in Sydney, for example, and obviously with the different price caps in the different states, so um, and obviously with the increased demand for those properties under 900 grand in Sydney, um i do suspect that there will be um prices i don't think they will go down so i think there's a lot more factors in play uh, with this i mean the war also affecting inflation i mean if that stops and inflation goes back down uh, rates may not continue to increase all that long so i mean there's so many many moving parts there's so many moving parts
0: for sure it is it's very it's very much more so uh, more like technical than oh, rates went up prices go down uh, yes. because you're right i like i kind of mentioned the rBA increasing rates is a sign of a of an economy that is doing well interest yep. rates go down when economy is not doing well so you're right interest rate goes up but more people are making money more people have money you know, so there's a lot going on um and i think that's why you know it's very important data know where you're buying don't just kind of guess speak mm, to your broker always awesome. <laughs> anything else to add should we wrap it up
1: yeah, especially a short one. I think we're getting better at making short ones. So now we're at what? <laughs> 31 <Yeah>.
0: minutes. <laughs> All right. We'll, um, we'll sign off on this one. Thanks, gentlemen, as always. And Thank you. Thanks, boys.